So, Mr. Calvin Vitiao, the current PXC heavyweight champion, MMA heavyweight champion, um, recently just got your blue belt after 18 years of training, but you're definitely no newbie to the sport of grappling and fighting. Sir, thank you for coming on our show today. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for having me. Like I said, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for this and I've been waiting and we had like a lot of uh, brought in with, um, you know, funerals and stuff like that. But finally, now I, I'm, I'm in, so uh, let's do this. Absolutely. So, sir, can you tell us your history? Tell us where you're from, you're growing up, you know, tell us your backstory a little bit. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can go with my backstory. You know, um, I grew up here in Saipan. You know, uh, when I was growing up, I was a skinny dude, very skinny dude. You know, I always would get it picked on, and you know, they bullied me. Like right now, like everybody's be like, "What? You've been bullied when you were younger?" I'm like, but yeah, I was bullied when I was growing up. But I never, I never take it too too hard like the people that bullied me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always tell them like, please don't do that to the next person because you don't know what the next person's gonna do, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I was bullied when I was growing up. Um, I fight every day when I go to school because, you know, here in Saipan, you got, before you got, you got like village by village. If you're on, this, on the different village and you go to school to, to the, that village, and it's not your village, then you have to fight. You know what I'm saying? You have to fight every day to survive. Then I was thinking to myself too, I was like, man, I, I don't think if I'm, I'm gonna graduate in this village because this is not my village. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I did, I did graduate. I Every morning I go inside, you know, we got people like, man, you, man, that, that, you know, that guy, the guy, the guy wants to fight you. I'm like, why? Like, why? why? <laughs> man, like, oh, damn, like, man, you know, I'm here to go to school. I'm not here to fight. But yeah, when I was growing up, uh, before I even transferred to uh, Oliai school, because I was in CK, it's uh, Chalankanoa, um, my mom always tell me, don't don't fight back whatever you do don't fight back because i don't really have uh everything to you know help you out with you know like going like paying the bills for the person you know what i'm saying so don't fight back so ever since i was growing up man i get punched i get kicked i get slapped and i just just hold it in and go home and just mom Mom, what 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 are you doing? Like, <laughs> help me here! Come on, they they're like, like really taking advantage of me, you know. But then when I when I transferred, that's when you know I have to fight back because this is not my village, and every day I have to find my way through through uh, elementary school going to junior high. But then when I graduated and then I went to uh, high school. Man, I got a little bit taller, you know, a little bit bigger. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh yeah, now I'm feeling this. After drinking milk all my life, you know, growing up and eating coconut 
that's what I do when growing up eating coconut, you know, drinking milk and, you know, make like always have that uh, commercial, like, you know, milk does your body good. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, milk, yeah. Every day I got to drink like maybe like four cartons of milk, you know, just to make sure that that commercial is real, you know. <laughs> but when I went down to high school, man, I pretty got taller and I was like, wow. I never know that I was going to be this big. I thought I was going to be a small guy, a little bit chubby, you know, like no, nothing, you know. But then when I was in high school, that's when um, everything started falling in place. You know, I had to, you know, I have to hold my own. You know, and, um, I start, you know, started a little bit fighting there in high school. And, um, that's when you know they they start knowing me as a fighter, but I never really wanted to you know fight. Like I never know that you can fight and you get paid for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was, was just, there a like, fight? Was there a specific fight that you were like, "Fuck, I'm pretty good at this" in high school? Oh no, I would. I went to college. I was in college. That's when they called me. Okay. You know, Cookie Cookie Alvarez has been calling me like man how many times because when he started he Frank was there too he was calling me like yo why don't you come out and fight man I'm like man I don't know I don't know if I have time you know to fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I don't have time like you know I've been fighting all my life growing up so what is this you know what I'm saying and then when when I fought my first fight with Tarkon that's when everybody saw my fight. And then Cookie was like trying to name name me and try to get get me a name like the Frank the Crank. Then Cookie named me like the big hit. You know, the franchise first, the big hit. Like coming up with names because when I fought Tarkong, because nobody wanted to fight Tarkong. Jason Tarkong was one of the Kyokoshinkai, you know, black belt, really like strong, like but I was like, man, you know what? What to lose? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go inside and try my best, and you know, see see how it goes. So I went in there and I fought, and I don't know. I, I keep asking. I'm like, man, is it only in Saipan? Like, do they have only fights in Saipan? They said, no, it's everywhere. I'm like, what? No way, for real. So you can travel for free and go fight and make money and nothing, you know, like, like, man, oh, shit, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to try this. So my first fight, I went, I went and, and I fought. I fought, I fought uh, <coughs> far away, China, then I went to Hong Kong, man, and then I start, you know, making connection with people. And then, um, man, uh, what do you call that? Uh, when I fought uh, elsewhere, they're like, man, you, you're getting paid. I'm, I'm going to get paid. I'm gonna, they're going to fly me and they're going to pay me. <laughs> oh, come on, man. This is, this is unreal. This is unreal. And I'm not going to jail and I'm not going to get back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. What was your favorite fight early in your career that you were like, I'm in love with this? Like, just your favorite fight moment early in your career? 
the first fight. The first okay. fight was was the was the thing. Was the like boom? Spark. I'm like, man, I I lost, but I was just like, everybody was just like, oh my god, you can fight. Like all my bullies are like, oh my god, you can fight, man. Like I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm like, bro, that's that's enough. There's no more, bro. We're we're done already. It's it's over. I'm not gonna do anything to you guys. You guys, like I said, just don't do that to somebody else. That's it. And that so, what was your fighting. background then? Were you were you just kind of a straight up brawler, man, or was it from I, the high school I, fights? I Bro, I love to stand up. That that's my thing. That's why they call me the big hit because I just throw it. I just throw it, man. So, when you had your first fight, were you training, or was it just backyard stuff? Backyard, bro. Backyard. No training at all. I went to Cookie's gym before the fight, and all I did is just punch the bag. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to go. And the thing about me is, uh, I never, growing up, I never, like, think about, like, like, if you're, if you're human, and I'm human, you bleed red, and I bleed red, then you're not more immortal than me, you know what I'm saying? That's how I think, how, how I fight, like, uh, I'll, I'll fight anybody. I fought Rico and it's my fifth fight in my in the game. Rico Rodriguez. And he was the former champion of UFC. I fought him. Uh Hoist and Hoyler were my cornermen. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. What's yeah. the story behind that one? Man, the the story behind this was like because I take any fight. I never say no to any fight. If if they say I'll pay you a thousand and I already tried thousand and then the next fight they said I'll pay you two thousand I'll, I'll take two thousand you know what I'm saying and then down the line you know because I love to travel I like to make new friends I like to you know enjoy and um, see see the places because I I cannot pay out of my pocket because I don't have money I can I can do that. So that's that's what I did. I I do fighting to go travel and see the world. And when I see the world, I'm like, wow, man, Saipan Saipan is like a dot. And then I'm fighting Korea. I'm fighting China. I'm fighting this whole whole lot of area. You know what I'm saying? And these guys they train every day. Like they wake up, train, eat, train, sleep. Eat, train, sleep. And I was like, God damn, for real? <laughs> Me, I have to find job. I have to, you know, make sure I do my chores. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have a lot of stuff here back home. But then, that's what they do. So what was what, your training regimen then? My training regimen is just making sure that I don't gas out. Because when I start fighting, I want to go beyond like just punch 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 keep punching that you know I'm, I'm never gonna gas out if i gas out i'm gonna keep going I'm, I'm never gonna show my opponent that i'm gassing out 
even though I'm gassing out, but I'm still gonna keep going. That's 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 my whole thing. That's how I train. So how does that look like then? Are you are you ever doing any specific strike work or not even? Man, uh, I, freestyle. Man, my training was going fishing, making sure I get the lungs. My training was climbing coconut trees, making sure I got the grip. Oh yeah. My training is to hold the rock under the water and run like you know like Bam Bam. That's like kind of my training. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and it worked for you. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it did. Was it ever a little intimidating at first like oh I'm going against somebody who trains three times a day or no did you not even care? Man, I didn't even care. That that's the thing about me like I have this mentality that like if you bleed red then you're human there's nothing much more than human than i am you know what i'm saying we're all the same Wait, you know, that mentality, or is that something you developed over time that's just been my mentality like growing up sense? yeah it's just i'm just a no no fear person that you know if you bleed if you bleed red then if you bleed green then i'll be scared you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. Wow. <laughs> You're something else. But if you bleed red like I do, then we're both the same. So I yeah, if you bleed green, you might have HIV or something. You don't want to fight that guy. Yeah, something like that. But like <laughs> if you if you're gonna fight me and you bleed red, then we're gonna fight. It doesn't matter like how many fights you have under your belt, you're a champion, it doesn't matter. The matter of the matter of fact is you will fall, I will fall, I will bleed, you will bleed. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I do it. So then what what was it like having the Gracies in your corner? Because I'm assuming they're all about training hard. Man, honest to God, I was like, it's really crazy because when I got the Gracie, because uh Roman, Roman uh Fokai, He's the one okay. that called me for this fight. And he told me, do you know who you're fighting? I told him, I don't care who I'm fighting. I'm going to go fight. He's like, man, are you sure you're going to fight him? I'm like, yeah, who is he? He's like, bro, this is the former champion of UFC, Rico Rodriguez. I'm like, oh, does, is he human? Does he bleach the same as I am? He's like, yeah. It's like, okay, then we're going to fight. It's like, man, are you crazy? I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I'm just, I just love fighting. Man, I stood on that guy. He was like maybe 6'5", six, 6'7", six, taller than me. He's, he, one leg of his, one leg is like my body size. One of his leg. And how did that fight go? Man, I went second round. He kicked me to submission. He tried to get me down. He's a black belt. He tried to get me down. He didn't even submit me. <laughs> he cannot submit me. He he felt he felt my punches. He moved back and he started kicking. He didn't want he didn't want me to he didn't want to punch with me. So you won the second round? No. I lost oh. the second round with the okay, kick. Okay. My leg, my leg was like black. It was not even purple. It was already black. Well, was it like having the Gracies 
in your corner and how did they get in your corner? Because he was, this is when they were uh, making UFC in Philippines. Okay. This is the first ring of fire when they're trying to bring UFC to the Philippines. So it was all uh, team, team Shamra, team Gracie, team Akayama, like all the teams. And then they picked like all like top fighters around the world. And basically I was one of the top fighters. So I was in Gracie's corner fighting <coughs> Rico Rodriguez. And then one guy from Guam is fighting another Filipino from Philippines. And I was like, why, why can't I fight a Filip Filipino? You know, because we're fighting down there. And I'm fighting a fucking former heavyweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, God damn, like, how do you know shit happen? What do the Gracies think of your training regimen? Did they man, know about that? Man, the Gracie were teaching me a lot of their his stuff. Like Hoist was teaching me how how he does his stuff. He told me to go down to Brazil and just fly there, and everything is all paid for. Man, did you ever do know. that? No, man, I didn't even do. I didn't even do anything. I was called from. Uh, Man, I did. I had like a lot of stuff that was happening, man, that time. I was called for glory, all of those. But I'm, you know, I'm I'm human. I make mistakes. So I was in the States and I, I made a mistake. And I, I got I got on the uh, wanted list. So I was thinking, Saipan, you know, they can't touch me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was doing all these good things, man. I was, you know, doing good things for Saipan. I was pulling it up. I was fighting, this and that. When it came down for my passport to renew it, that's when I died out. Oh, they didn't oh. want. They didn't want to renew my passport. Glory was calling. ACB, man, you name it. Uh, Extreme Couture wanted me to go down to train, man. Bad Boy Company was going to send, like, they're asking me, oh, what's your uh, address? I was giving them a P.O. box, bro. They said, no, not P.O. box, address. <laughs> well, you still recovered. You ended up coming <laughs> back and being the PXC heavyweight champion, one of the, the greatest PXC fighters of all time. And we've heard some people say that your rivalry with Roki Martinez helped define uh, PXC for that era. What do you think about that statement? And what's your take on that robbery that some say is the greatest PXC robbery of all time? Man, the, the thing about it is when I was training here with uh, Cookie, because Cookie is purebred, I saw, a, I, I saw a, like a, you know, like, man, that's when Manny Chong was rising. I saw like this big, like uh, styrofoam made out of Manny Chong. And then I took Cookie, I said, Cook. And I just started. I said, Cook, I want to fight this guy. He's like, Bro, you need to climb the ladders. I'm like, What ladder? Like, you need to fight, you need to win. Because this guy is the champion of Guam. And then I started watching his fight, and I was like, Man, he's the champion of Guam? 
I'm gonna take this guy. And then I've been trying to fight him. Then I've been, he, he's been avoiding me. And I've been flying off to fight, like down in um, China, Hong Kong, Philippines, Korea. And he's been avoiding me until, again, fuck, I, Roman called me up, Fury. He said, Kiel. He's like, yeah. Like, man, your dream came true. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, man, you're fighting Manny Chong. I was like, what? No way. He's like, yeah, you're fighting tomorrow. I'm like, like tomorrow? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, man. Hey, thanks, man. I, I'm, I'm going to pack the bags and I'm ready. I'm going to go down. Man, I packed my bags. I went down. Man, everybody was just like, who the hell is this kid? You know what I'm saying? Like, who the hell is this guy? Manny Chong fought Dan Severin. He fought like big, big names. You know what I'm saying? And then this little kid from Saipan came and knocked him out and took him off his pedestal. You know what I'm saying? That's when Manny Chong just went down, downhill from there on after that fight. Was there ever beef between the two after that? Uh, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I'm really a, like, everybody look at me and they're like, they're scared because how big I am and how my face and whatever, but I'm really a really nice person, man. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm a big teddy bear, you know, and I'm, you know, for real, like, I don't really like, like to cause a lot of trouble and stuff like that. Well then, so what was it like winning the heavyweight championship on a day's notice? Did it even... Man, Register? it was not even a, it was what? not even a championship fight. Okay. Oh, so that was just more of a like a catapult fight. Yeah, it's just like a fight. Like okay. you know, it's Fury, because Manny Chong was holding PXC and this is a Fury fight. Okay. But that was a big fight for you though, in your, your name in the region. Not for everybody, yeah, but for me it was just my goal, you know, I always have, I always plan goals in my life to catapult. <laughs> so when they gave me that fight with Manny, man, I was so happy. I didn't even sleep. I was like so excited. I was telling everybody, everybody was telling me like, man, are you crazy? Do you know who you're fighting? I said, man, I don't know, bro, but I don't know. My body just feels so good. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to go. They're like, man, watch out his left hook, man. He's going to knock you out. Man, honest to God, there's like a lot of people here in the island, Saipan, that doubted me on that fight a lot. And I said, man, I'm, I'm going to make you doubters a believers. And I, when I went down, I thought I was even last fight. Bro, I was the opening. <laughs> you didn't know that? I didn't even know I was the opening. Man, I was, I was about to get ready, you know, because I was thinking it was like my last fight. I'm on the last fight because this is a championship, dude. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, getting ready. Then all of a sudden, like, Fitio, you ready? I'm like, ah, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you're fighting first. I'm like, what? Okay. I didn't even wrap my hands, bro. You didn't warm up? Not warm up, even warm up. I just put the gloves on and start walking out. We're ready to fight. 
man, I just what was that fight like for you? Man, that fight was just like it was just something that I wanted. I wanted people to know that if you believe in something, you can do it. Just like like how I how, how I do stuff now, like you know. I'm like 38 and man, I, I fought in the States and everybody's like 21 and they're like looking at me, they're like, what, you're 38? Like, yeah. Bro, you, you look like you're 21, you fucking stuck. You're like fucking dude. It's like, yeah, man, I'm 38, I'm almost like 40. Like, holy shit, I, we don't even see you like at that age. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. But damn, you guys are very young. <laughs> So how did that lead to your uh, rivalry with Rocky Martinez and securing the championship belt? Man, the, the first time I fought Rocky, because he got the belt from uh, Manny, and then he beat Charleston. And then I lost to Charleston, and he beat Charleston. So he was like the main guy. He was the number one. And then my first fight, when I went down, I knew I was going to win that fight. I got it I got it in my heart that I was going to fight if it goes down to, you know, to the, uh, what's that, to the wire, where we break, we break each other's faces. I was down for it. So when I fought him, and we went all the way to the wire, and I know I was winning, but this is Guam, you know. If, if you if you don't knock out somebody and you don't submit somebody in their own place, that means either you it's a draw or you or you lose. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know that in the beginning. So I I, I thought I won, I won after after the fifth fifth round. <coughs> I was I was really celebrating and everything. Until they said it was a draw. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, draw? Like, let's run it back. Come on, let's run it back. You know, fuck that. You know, I know, I know I won, but let's run it back. So when I came here, that's when they present me the people's champ, um, you know, uh, belt. From cook, uh, from cookie, and I really appreciate it. Appreciate that because they say they I won. Everybody watched the fight. They said I won. So I told I told Rocky straight up. I said, bro, all right. If you think you won the fight, let's run it back. And how you was know? his response to that? <laughs> he said, yeah, why not? And then PXC, in two months, we run it back. In oh, two, two months, months. It was two months later. Two, maybe two or three or four months. Some, very close. Very, very close. And it was in, it was, I told them, I don't want it to be in Guam. I don't want it to be in Saipan. I want it somewhere where it's, it's elaborate. And they say, okay, let's do it in Philippines. Oh. I said, okay, let's do it. That's when Resort World just just opened up. So we had it at the at the Resort World. 
And what was that fight like? That fight was easy, bro. I knew I knew what I was going to do. I had my game plan all along. Well, I'm, I was going to go. Well, how did it feel to win the, the championship? Man, it, it feels so good that, you know, I won the championship, but like, I never, I never really had that, um, what do you call it? Like, like that respect that I, that I, that I think I'm supposed to be getting, you know what I'm saying? You think so? Sure. Yeah. Because when Rocky got the belt, man, they like fucking, they like party around him and stuff like that. They do a lot. They sponsor him with a lot of stuff. They even send him to Brazil. They even do all of this stuff, you know, because he's the champion. He's the one holding the belt for PXC. But when it was me, it was like, yeah, you're the champion. Okay. That's it. And plus, like, you know, I'm I'm the type of person that if, if you want to talk, because I've been fighting and I never had any management. I never had manager. I never, never even have coaches. I did it on my own. So I'm the type of person that if you want you want me to fight, you have to come and talk to me. And I will agree to whatever you want. But just remember, if I do you good, you have to do me better. So if I ask for a thousand for this fight and I win this fight, just remember that it's going to go higher. The next time I, we you ask me to fight, because the ball is going to be in my court. I'm the one going to call the shots, not you. So that's that's how I was doing. Because I'm not really a business guy, but you know that's that's how I see it. Because before, man, I I fight for fifty dollars. I fight for fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. I don't care. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars, hundred dollars. I'm I'm good, man. At least I fight. And you know, I put my name out, and then from there on, that's when I start, you know, getting this offer from China, Hong Kong. After that, Rico Rodriguez fight in two or three weeks, I got a fight in China. So that put I, you on the map in that fight. Yes, man. I was I was on that um, uh, what's that magazine. Magazine was selling Saipan and, and Cookie gra grabbed one and it's like, Kill, what the hell, bro? We, had, we bought your magazine. You're in the magazine. You're talking about the island of Saipan is very small, you know? And they're like, How many Goliath like you, Kelvin, here on the island of Saipan? I said, Man, there's a lot. There's, there's smaller guys that can really, you know, bang it out. Like every time I go somewhere, I always tell them that Saipan, Guam, Tinian, Broda, we got fighters. But we we don't they don't have anybody to come and you know look look at us. Sure. There's there's nothing. We we not only fighters. We got baseball players. We got football players. We got all kinds. But the only thing is, it's really hard because it's a very small island and nobody really look at it. But if we have scouts coming, man, I guarantee you we got Saipan Guam Roda. We we're gonna be up on MLB, gonna be NFL, guarantee you that because we got that island spirit and we got the island warrior mentality. Like same as Samoa right now where Samoa they're building their own thing, 
It's the same thing. We're Islanders. We're built differently from everybody else. Sir, do you ever? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jen. Throughout your career, was your goal ever to make it to the UFC? That was my that was my first goal, to go to the UFC, and this is what I was gonna do. I was gonna fight only one fight, and that's it. Because that's that's my goal. And they said, "What if they give you a million dollars?" I said, "I don't care. My goal is just to fight one fight, and then I'm good." And tell everybody and show everybody that you can make it from a small island. That's always been my goal because we're very small. We're so tiny. Nobody knows about us. When I went to the States, that's when I started like, man, they're like, where are you from? Saipan, Spain? Spain? You, you from Hawaii? You, Samoa? Yes, Samoa, Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, island. Okay. But when I came back, that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to bring us on the map. And I did. I went, I went everywhere and I, I bring it. And I bring it. And man, nobody will tell you like how hard life goes when you're doing fighting and you don't have the right support. Because like I said, I'm the only, I'm the coach. I'm the manager and I'm the fighter. You got all three. People will have four or five and all the, the fighter is going to do is just fight. Mm -hmm. But me, I have to think about managing. I have to think about training regiments and I have to think about the fight. Why did you not choose to do like a traditional route? Be part of a team, have a manager, all the other I things did. that I did, I did, I did. I was part of a team. I had my own team. Man, I had I had the Marianas Elite. We were like one of the top top tier fighters here. But like I told everybody in the team, because I'm already I already I'm already there. I said, if you guys want to be a champion, there's gonna be a lot of sacrifices. And if you take it to heart, whatever you do, just make sure that you have a, a champion mentality. Because it's going to be hard. You, you're, in, you're in the islands. Man, you're going to be eating barbecue, rice, this and that, you know, drink. Everybody's going to be drinking around you. That's going to be a lot of hard things that you, you have to tolerate. Man, when I first started, man, I, I drink and I fight. I drink and I fight. But I, afterwards, I'll, I'm, I'm devastated. I'm so tired. I'm all beat up because, you know, alcohol, you got the lactic acid around you, you know, getting into your system, you know. But I did it. There's one, one fight that it was the way in and I drank. I drank after the weigh-in, bro, all the way. Until <laughs> morning. Then I had to fucking drink a lot of vitamin C, you know, all of this shit, bro. 
I tried to sleep off, sleep it off, because I'm still fucking hangover. <laughs> bro, and everybody was like, bro, you fighting? I said, yeah, I am fighting. So you're drinking. I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> Did you end up ever doing a fight drunk? No, I never. <laughs> I hangover is <laughs> that. Okay, okay. But that fight, man, honest to God, I don't know. I fight to the end, bro. And I was so tired and everybody was like, Lord, I just saw that guy. He was drinking with me last night. You know what I'm saying? And he's fighting. Holy shit, he's just doing already like five rounds already. Five, five minutes. Bro, Did then, you win? how was the fight go? Then all my boys, you know, they tried to copy me. They tried to, you know. Uh, and I uh, told them, I said, bro, if you don't have the championship mentality, you're never going to make it. But they tried it. They keep losing. They keep losing. And I said, bro, why are you guys drinking? Bro, you did it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I had the championship mentality. That I'm <laughs> and then they said, man, that is so hard. How the hell did you do that, bro? I'm like, bro, I don't know. I just had the mentality that if I lose this fight, it's because of my stupidness. So I'm not going to lose this fight because everybody's going to be like, you're so fucking dumb. Why the fuck you were drinking last night? So I won the fight. And everybody was like, God damn, how the fuck did you do that? You know what I'm saying? It's something to make people think that you can overcome. So you're kind of doing it to inspire people a little bit. Yes, that, that's always me. I always like to do off and beyond. You know, my training regimen, whatever. I just oh, yeah. wanted to see if it, you know, if it can work. You want to let people know you'll do whatever the fuck you want to do and still, still win. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was my fucking... That's why a lot of people from China, Hong Kong, they love me. They fucking call me. Man, I had like a lot of fucking running to the fucking uh, medicals. Where I'm fucking dead drunk on the fucking couch, like fucking waiting for fucking medicals and shit. They're like, man, he's too fucking smell like alcohol. I'm like, yeah, so what? I got fighting two days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, I was just, I don't know. I was just like, I just wanted to do a lot of stuff that is not good for you, but to know that it's not good for you. You know what I'm saying? They're just, what does that mean? It's like if you drink, you know what's the consequences about that. You know what I'm saying? But you want to make it like you drink and you win the fight and then you drink again. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's already on my my head. Then now, now I'm thinking like, okay, now if I can drink and I can fight and I can win, what if I don't drink a knife fight? Is it going to be different? Is it going to be a knockout? Is it going to be a fucking spectacular kind of win? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I change it up. I don't drink and then it becomes like a knockout. And then, then I'm like, okay, now what if I sleep early before the fight or sleep late? No, because I don't have no coach, bro. I have to <laughs> find out myself. <laughs> <laughs> You got to test it out yourself? 
I have to test it out, test out everything that I do by myself, you know, and it's crazy, but it works because now I know what to do and what not to do. Do you ever like to eat barbecue before your fights? Huh? Do you ever like to eat barbecue before your fights? Man, I, I did, I did. Um, I eat a lot of barbecue. I try like eating like just banana. I try not to even eat before the fight, like all okay. kinds. What works best? Uh, making sure that you don't eat a lot. Making sure you eat just small portion. But what's your favorite thing to eat before the fight? So, Mr. Vitti, our, 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 uh, our last question then. So, what's next? What can, we, what can the fans expect from you next? Man, like I said, I just, I'm starting back from zero. <laughs> because when my, um, when my mom passed away, I said, uh, I think it's, it's time for me to get back in. And going forward, what is your plan to to get back in the game? Uh, like I said, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a fight. I already got one fight, but I just need to uh, make sure my family is so situated before I leave. I was supposed to fight uh, Sean Asher down in uh, uh, in the state side. That's in uh, November, but I'm waiting on uh, on Bra in Guam. Is there a dream opponent that you would like to face in Bra? Uh, I don't know anybody, man. I'm, I just love fighting, just how it is, you know. And if you think you're ready, you know, then bring it. Because I've been, you know, ever since. And I, I never stopped training. Like everybody say, it's very hard when you wake up to train. But for me, it's already in my blood that I wake up like at 4.30 and, and I'm already running. Go and run and then do do everything and make sure because I'm a farmer too so I have to go feed my pigs make sure they're um, they're fed cook some food get some coconut eat some coconut drink and then go swim I don't know stay still the same regimen man you know because I went and trained off island and it's good I learned a lot I trained with John Jones I was at Albuquerque I was then. Then I went down to uh, Four Season in Kentucky, and um, they've been calling me to go to uh, Extreme Couture. But um, I don't know. I wanna I wanna train where they pretty much just concentrate on you. Don't concentrate with like more fighters. You know what I'm saying? So four season is really good because they concentrate on me and stuff like that, but it's too far from home, you know? And I have a son and I have a wife and it's really hard when you, but before 
man, it's going to be easy for me. You know, I don't have no wife. I don't have no kids. Man, I, I train all day, you know, go and do everything. But now it's really hard when you're a family man, you know, and, and keep doing what you're doing and while your wife and your son support you in what you do. And I'm really happy where my wife still supporting me until now for what I do. Because she, she even told me, like, because if I don't support you, then you'd hit the fan, then you'd be like, yeah, because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't support me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's smart. Yeah, she knows. She she married me, and I was a fighter. She didn't marry me because I was a fighter, but she married me when I was a fighter. Well, I bet it's got to be great stepping into that ring and repping your family and making your son and your wife proud. Man, like like I said, I'm the type of person that like to do a lot of stuff. Right now, I did. Because I want, I want my son to grow up and I'm not going to pick what sport he's going to play. I want him to pick what sport he's going to play. So I make sure that I play all kinds of sports. So I, I played my last, last year, I played soccer. You know? <laughs> and they're like, what? You're playing soccer? I'm like, yeah. I need to, I need to touch these sports where my son is going to say, I want to play forward. And I'm like, I already know what is it, you know. I want to play back. I already know what is it. And they're like, why do you play soccer? I'm like, man, because soccer is another thing of stamina. It's just running. Run, 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 run. And I love it. So last question, actually. One more question. Speaking of other sports, what do it feel like to get after 18 years, get your blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah, all right. Now let's talk about the belt because when I was growing up, you know, they're always telling me blue belt, brown belt, this and that, and I always, I always tell them, I'm like, man, you don't, you don't, you don't chase the belt. You let the belt comes to you. So I was coconut belt the whole along my 18 years of fighting. I was coconut belt, but I was winning championship with jiu-jitsu and everything. <laughs> but when I got the belt, I was so I was, you know, I was so happy. You know, because uh, I accomplished. And man, I I do in and out in jiu-jitsu. You know, I was trained at Carson Gracie. I got three stripes. I didn't even go to blue, and already I am one already. I'm fighting again. That's the thing about fighting, because I got I got basketball. I love basketball too. I I travel with basketball, but the thing about it is, not my first sport. And the thing about fighting that I really like is discipline. It makes me so disciplined. And that's that's the same as jiu-jitsu too, discipline, you know. Make sure mm. you lift everything and, you know, and then you grow from there. 
Absolutely. Well, share your stories, the inspiration. We love talking to you. Um, and that's all we have for the show today. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. We hope you had a good time. Gene, I know you have a lot of questions. So, What's up? Uh, I know you have a lot of questions. Yeah, I want to ask you, what's your marinade? What's your marinade recipe? Marinade? Oh, oh, you got soy sauce, you got uh, onion, you got lemon, and you got hot pepper. Keep it simple, that's it? Keep it simple, bro. Because if you put a lot of stuff, now you're going to like sweet. You're going to have all this stuff, but taste the meat. That's all I wanted to know. Thank you. <laughs> all right, well, thank you. Sir. Thank you very much. Um, I say thank you very much. Really appreciate it, you know. And uh, I wish, you know, I still have one goal is to the UFC. So I wish whoever see this, you know, give me that opportunity to at least fight once. It's a win or lose, but I know I was gonna, I'm going to win my first fight in the UFC. I know that in my heart. We're rooting for well, you, when you get When you get that, uh, when you get on the UFC, let's get back on the podcast and we'll talk about it one more time. Hell yeah. That'll be good. That'll be good. We'll do in person. We'll barbecue and talk. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to tell you guys, I was the first guy that got uh, invited to 1FC. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll save that story for next time. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. All right, brother. Thank you, Mr. Ritchie. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Shoot. 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 Carolinian means goodbye. What, what is it? Ulela. 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 All right, no. All right, see you guys. Ulela, shoot. All right.